0: Good day, folks, and welcome to It's Always Tea Time, a WDW podcast. I'm Ashley, your host, and I'm going to be bringing you many stories of Disney rides, resorts, food, and all the little tea that comes with Disney. And this is my inaugural podcast and I want to welcome you and I want to share this moment with you because it's very special to me. Disney means a lot to me and I wanted to share my love with you as well as I like tea too. So make sure you have a cup of tea ready. You getting it? I got my tea ready right here. Okay, it's nice and warm. It's a nice, mm, Earl Grey tea. What's your tea that you're drinking today? Mmm, don't let it be that bad tea. You know what I'm talking about. It's always tea time. It's going to be a, a wonderful podcast to come every week. I'm going to try and do it every week. It's an informal sit-down. We have a cup of tea, and we get together, and we just, you know, dish about the latest disney stuff going on i'm going to try and keep it relatively pg but there might be an episode here or there that might not be and i will warn you ahead of time if there's going to be um, some mature language involved so today today's october 1st what does that mean 48 years ago today walt disney world opened it was so special can you get a little bit closer? Get a little bit closer, guys. Yes, you're too far away. I want you all here with me closer with your tea getting all cuddly. And we're going to be talking about the oldest opening day ride at Walt Disney World in Florida. And that is, can you guess it, guys? Can you guess it? Can you guess it? You over there? Can? Yeah, you? No? Yeah. You're right. It's North America's largest carousel and one of Walt's inspirational amusement ride and that is Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. That's with two R's because they changed the name a few years ago and uh, they wanted it to go back to the French spelling. I believe that's the French spelling of it. Anyway and, and some of you might not r- recognize it as Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. It's probably Cinderella's Golden Carousel or if you're really old, The Liberty, which is the original name many, many years ago. And so we're going to take that journey. We're going to take it along with Walt because we're going to start with him watching his daughter, Diane, on that merry-go-round in Griffith Park. I'm sure you all have heard this story if you're a Disney nerd, right? Let me just have a little sip here. So he's at this park with his daughter, and he's watching her and he's like, you know what? I want that in my park. But because I'm, because I'm Walt, I want to make it even better. So he's like, I'm going to have that in my park, but I'm going to have it go up and down. And this is the story. This is how it begins. And it begins with a company called Philadelphia Toboggan Company. And uh, we always hyphenate it to short to PTC because we're all lazy like that, right? So if you hear the word PTC, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right. And PTC was founded by two men, Henry B. Aki and Chester B. Albright. And these two guys were like, yo, we are the bomb in making carousels and we are going to be forever. And they actually made coasters as well. But at this time and age, they were kind of known for their coasters. And actually, Henry B. Aki patented a uh, carousel mechanical Apparatus that is actually still in operation in some carousels today. Just a little bit of information for you. And so the Liberty was created and it was built in 1917 during the First World War. It was originally delivered to an amusement park in Detroit called Palace Gardens, which of course is long gone now. And it debuted in 1919. You know, back there back then, sorry. Uh, Most of the rides were all made out of wood. And so, at this particular park, they had a problem with a lot of their rides burning down. So, in 1927, the owners of the park in the city of Detroit entered into a legal battle over the park. Because most of it was burnt down. Like Sections of this park was literally burnt to the ground, and everyone was like, ew, that's so... nasty like get rid of this and so the the city eventually did condemn the park which then allowed the carousel to come back to PTC for refurbishment after they refurbished it and got it all like ooh we got to like send it back out and they did that in 1929 it uh, the liberty the carousel headed to Olympic Park in New Jersey and it stayed there until it closed In and around 1967. So, like 39 years, it remained at Olympic Park. Excuse me, I'm just having a little sip of my tea. So when the park, when Olympic Park closed, because there's so many parks that this carousel has, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a carousel that's gotten around. They uh, stripped in the carousel because at that time the horses were worth a lot more than the entire ride. Because these horses were like hand carved, like artworks, like beautifully, like and the carvers that did these things did these things that carved these horses were world renowned like they came from europe and like they just chiseled that those horses like they were and today it is today they are still like an art collection like there are people out there that collect carousel horses and apparently the horses on the Liberty, like the original horses, are worth anywhere between twenty dollars and $100,000. So, you know, that just says something right there. So the carousel's up for auction, and it is at this time, after Olympic Park close, that Walt comes into the picture by a man named Frederick Frye. Who the heck is Frederick? Why is he coming up in here? Frederick was an author of this article or book. I can't really tell. I um, mean, that's my bad. But he wrote this article about the Liberty, just kind of like, uh, like, vomit diary about how awesome this carousel is. And he's so, like, he's kind of like this expert on the Liberty. And he goes to Walt and he's like, dude, you want to have a good park? You said you wanted a merry-go-round because your daughter was on it. But let me tell you, this carousel, this carousel right here, the Liberty, it is the best in the world. you got to have it. With its patriotic decoration of red, white, blue, hand-painted scenes of American countryside. There's like 3,000 lights, apparently, 60-foot platform, 80 wooden horses, four chariots and sleighs. And I'm also like, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll buy it. And he did. He acquired, well, Walt Disney Company acquired it in 1967. Except Walt had, a, had to do his own spin and just make it even bigger and better. Uh, so he had the, the carousel shipped to his shop in Glendale, California, where it was refurbished and painted to fit Walt's unique vision of the Cinderella story. And so what did he do? He did a lot of stuff. Uh, The first thing that he did was maximize the amount of people that could fit on that carousel. So it went from 80 to 90 horses. So he added 10 more horses. And in order to do that, he had to take away some of the chariots and slates. And this has become a huge, well, I wouldn't say a huge controversy in the restoration of this carousel it just some of the chariots were shipped off to Disneyland Paris and another one was like shoved into Imagineer's warehouse in California where it was like missing apparently for years and years I don't know that's what happened but did you know that all Disney parks have a carousel in them Mhm go go look it up go look it up right now It's true. It's true. It's true. Because Walt's first impression of, you know, when his daughter was on that merry-go-round, he just wanted it to be a signature piece in all his parks. And I mean, when he was alive, there was only two parks that he was overseeing, you know, Disneyland in California and Walt Disney World in Florida. But he was like, no, we got to have, sorry for the clapping, but he's got to have a a carousel in all his park. And, And so We have King Arthur's Carousel in Disneyland, and I'm going to butcher the French thing, but I'm just going to call it the Lancelot Carousel in Disneyland Paris. And then in Tokyo Disneyland, we have Cinderella's Golden Carousel, so a homage back to the original name of this carousel, of the Liberties, or Prince Charming, sorry. Uh, We have a double-decker uh, carousel called the Arabian Coast in Tokyo, Disney Sea, and uh, Fantasia Carousel in Shanghai, and then another Cinderella Carousel in Hong Kong. And I hope some of you have ridden these because I've only ridden, you know what? I've actually, I don't even know if I've actually ridden Print Charming's Regal Carousel. Isn't that terrible? So the next time I go, I am definitely going to go ride that, because it's a very special ride, and you should be doing that too. If all y'all have ridden it, and you have pictures, yeah, please let me know. Uh, so then, the that chariot that was in the warehouse, some cast members wanted to restore it and bring, bring at that time, Cinderella's golden carousel to its former glory with Chariot. So they went missing. Uh, they went missing. They went looking for it and they eventually found it. It was in like really terrible shape, obviously. And so they fully restored it and then um, they actually put it back on the carousel in 1999. Although if you look now, it's not there. I, I don't believe it's there anymore because they had uh, Walt Disney, a company, had to comply with the American Disabilities Act, ADA. So they got rid of it and put a bench instead continuing what Walt wanted to do with his horses (laughs) so he had 20 leaf uh 20 leaf 23 karat gold leaf added silver and bronze was applied and of course each horse was converted from a sander which means that they didn't go up they were static to jumpers which went up and down They were painted white to match the horses in the movie. A pink and purple palette was applied to the entire ride. Uh, Those hand-painted American landscapes that I mentioned earlier were replaced with 18 hand-painted scenes from Cinderella. Makes sense if you're going to make a carousel into the Cinderella story. Uh, The ceiling and platform was constructed for Walt Disney World as well as 18 tin roof panels. The platform today... Does have some original wood planks because uh, as they restore it and refurbish and like replace as they break down, they just that's what they do. They just replace the wooden planks as they need. So you could be walking on like some old wooden platform if you are riding the carousel today, which is amazing. It's such a neat little thing. The colorful striped poles were turned into brass poles. The rounding boards and islands are still original. Walt did keep the Italian band organ that was in the middle, but it it doesn't work today um, because of technology and everything. It's just so much easier just for them to just pump music out from stereos through central audio. Which sucks because that it would be nice if they restored that. but you know whatever. Uh, <laughs> the Liberty maidens that are on the exterior um, were kept as well as the old Western influence carvings on the horses. The carousel was given the name Cinderella's Golden Carousel, but was later changed to Prince Charming's Regal Carousel in June of 2010. The name change came under some fire. I'm sure you guys know this, and many guests did not appreciate the name change. But this is Disney's story. This is how Disney explains it. And I think it's actually a really neat way of integrating Cinderella's story with actual historical like like actual carousel history now let me read the story that disney presented to us to tell the story of the carousel so following their fairy tale romance and happily ever after wedding cinderella and prince charming took up residence in cinderella's castle yeah, with peace throughout the kingdom, Prince Charming had time to practice for jousting tournaments in the countryside near the castle. He built a training device of carved horses on which he could practice the art of ring spearing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> a tournament event in which a knight rides his horse full speed, lance in hand, towards a small ring hanging from a tree limb. Have you ever gone to medieval times? You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. There, right? That. Ch- Anyway, so this event was known by various names throughout the lands, but generally came to be called carousel with two R's. The carousel with two R's uh, device drew the attention of the villagers who wanted to take a turn on this amazing spinning contraption. So Prince Charming had a second carousel constructed Closer to the castle, where everyone could take a spin on this wondrous invention. Instead of a working knight's training device, however, this new carousel is more befitting its regal location in the castle's courtyard. Its rustic training horses replaced with ordinate, ordinately de- decorated prancing steeds adorned with golden helmets and shields, flower garlands feathers, and other festoons. Prince Charming invites one and all to test their horsemanship skills and to enjoy their own happy ending. Wasn't that amazing? It actually describes the true French history of carousels. So, I think that's really neat. So, you know, if you have some time and you want to, like, see, go look up the history, the French history of carousels. Because that's what they did. They trained their knights using this, like, Spinning contraption, which is kind of cool, <clears throat> and so I think we need to appreciate that historical features of this new story of Prince Charming's regal carousel as Disney mixed history and magic together. You know, that's 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 what Disney does. So eventually, carousel opened with the park on October 1st, 1971 in Fantasyland where it remains today. But, did you know that when they were installing this carousel way back when? Like, what, 48 years ago? <laughs> um, Roy Disney was like, something's off here. And he's looking, he's looking and he's doing his like little like, measuring things and he's like, no. This ain't right. We got to move this. It's off center from Cinderella Castle's Breezeway. And you know what they did? They literally picked up the ride, moved it eight inches to where it's more centered and where it is today. So that's really cool. That's a really interesting little tidbit in case you didn't know that. But if you did, cool. (laughs) I'm going to take another sip of my tea because I thought that was kind of neat. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Vanilla Earl Grey. You got to try that if you haven't tried it. It is delicious. And so we come back to present day. And here we are. And so today, as I said earlier, you'll still find it in Fantasyland. It's in its original place in Fantasyland. I think I've said a million times already. <laughs> uh, there are no fast passes for it, but the line can move quickly as a carousel does hold 90 people. You can ride it during extra magic hours, in the morning and evening. If uh, For accessibility, you have to transfer from your, from your chair to the ride. The ride lasts two minutes and revolves really slow at three RPMs or six miles per hour. Excuse me. And that's so we can have the maximum amount of people and for safety. But Walt did all his calculations and decided, oh, well, it probably wasn't Walt. It was probably some other technical engineer that did it. But so uh, on any given day, there's about 1,350 guests that ride that carousel. That's crazy, right? That's a lot of people per hour, over 1,300 people per hour. That's that blows my mind. Also, did you know? Many claim one of the horses is Cinderella's horse. Now, this is a rumor and has never been confirmed by Disney. In fact, the cast member that was like in charge of this carousel isel voit isel isel Isle- I-, I can't pronounce her name. Voit. Anyway, she was this cast member. She was in charge of it. And and she tells us in an interview way back when that she doubts that this horse is Cinderella's. Because she says Cinderella would not have a horse in the inner row. Because apparently this particular horse is in towards the middle of the carousel. She also would have a much more elaborately decorated horse than just a golden ribbon on its tail. Like, duh, yeah, it's Cinderella. And then lastly, she says, Cinderella never even rode a horse in the movie. So why would there be a horse on the carousel? Maybe it's Prince Charming's horse. Have you thought of that? Why is it always Cinderella? Why can't it be Prince Charming's horse? Anyway, so I thought that was cool. There's also another famous horse, number eight. So all the horses are numbered, and so if you find number eight, it's it's an old horse, and its name is Liberty. I shouldn't say is, uh, but it the horse's name is Liberty, and she's the most famous horse. She was on the cover of of Frederick Fried's article, or book, whatever he wrote. But you remember that guy that convinced Walt to buck the camera. So see how it all comes together. <laughs> oh, and that's it. That's our little quick little history on this wonderful day. Prince Charming's Regal Carousel is a very special amusement park ride. Not only because it's the oldest ride, a- absolute oldest ride in any of the Disney parks. It is also the only ride Walt himself Saw for Disney, for Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. So that's cool. That's really neat. Like he actually, you know, purchased. Like he saw. It, he purchased it. He oversaw the restoration of it. Mm. And as we go on through the weeks, you'll see like some of the other rides were kind of just copy, copycat from Disneyland and moved over. But anyway. <clears throat> But did you also know that the Cinderella or Prince Charming's regal carousel was an inspiration for the Disneyland Paris and the Tokyo Disneyland carousels? They are exact replicas, exact replicas. And because of that, um, they made a bunch of copies of the horses, like fiberglass copies. And some of the horses that are on Prince Charming's carousel are original wood and If you want to know if you're on an original wood horse or not when you're riding the ride, all you got to do is knock on the head, the head specifically. Uh, Because the wooden ones are all solid wood, whereas the ones that they made from fiberglass are all hollow. So do that next time. I want you all to be going around, (laughs) knocking on the heads to find an original wood one. This is why, like all this information and all this neat stuff is why I decided to take you along with me on this historical day to relive the magic of this carousel. Thank you so much for joining me. And stay tuned for next week's opening day ride. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing, I'm I'm introducing it's always tea time by having it on October 1st, which is like kind of a celebratory reason because Walt Disney World opened and I want to just kind of do the opening day rise that are still operation today so next week I'm going to focus on the haunted mansion which is a fan favorite and mine too it's so cool um and I just want to take this time again and thank you for staying tuned. If you've made it all this way and you listened and if you have any questions, I am at on Twitter. Uh, it's always T W D W. And I'm going to be trying out more social media as we go on. I'm kind of eh about it, but again, I want to thank you so much. And for me taking this time away, uh, I don't know but like i just thank you so much and until next week i'm ashley from it's always tea time signing off wishing you a very very magical week and if you didn't bring your cup of tea this week you better be going out getting some tea and joining me next week all right to live Have a magical day.